Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Somos Moss, the official podcast of Somos Moss NM and your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United and the New Mexico Runners. My name, of course, is Seth Bidoff. Thank you guys for joining us here across our social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We do appreciate you being here. We're back after a couple of weeks. The last time we were here, Earl and myself sat down. We did a Rumble cast where we previewed the Royal Rumble. Jacob was not here that week. Jacob is back. Uh, guys, we've got some news. It's kind of been a long time coming. We wanted to talk about some of this as soon as Jacob got back. But um, but before we do jump before, into – Before you jump into your burning question, I do want to acknowledge the fact that I am now ahead of something. Ahead <laughs> of shithousery. Earl has been given a promotion. <laughs> so congratulations to Earl. Yay, Earl. It Yay. comes with a 0% pay raise. I mean, there's no money involved. I mean, it actually comes with like a 100% pay raise, but 100% okay. of zero is zero. So. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. So uh, yeah. you for paying us, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, that's something we still got to talk about, and maybe do a Patreon or something, uh, or like a uh, what's it called, cup of coffee or whatever it's called. People can donate money to the stream. Uh, we'll, we still got to talk about that, figure that out. But um, uh, uh, Jacob, I know that you were following along with Royal Rumble because you and I were having a little bit of a text conversation back and forth. Well, Earl did not get to watch it live. Um, so my one burning question for you, gentlemen, this week: What's your initial reaction to Royal Rumble? I saw literally 20 minutes of it, mm-hmm. and it was Hot Pants versus <laughs> uh, the Leprechaun. Well, I said, he wasn't facing the Leprechaun, but the Leprechaun jumped off of something and landed on Hot Pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was also like some bioluminescent crap coming off the table. I mean, it was it was just it was. That part was entertaining, at least. And then the the wrestling, it, it throws me off. Because I know when I was younger, it was obviously fake. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know. I, I, I think, I don't think it's because I'm just older. Because I've gone back and watched some older clips from when I used to watch it. And it was just done so much better. Yeah. So, like on the Leprechaun landing on Hot Pants, um, uh, it clearly didn't come anywhere near hot pants, uh, but he sure acted like it did. And it was taped from such an obvious angle to show that it wasn't going to be anywhere near hot pants. It was like, yeah. what is what is this? I have to think that's a production mistake because that's not the first time. And, we, and we've talked about it in our in our group text that it's just it's blatantly clear that they're pulling the punches, you know, and obviously it is entertainment. Um, but yeah, it, there's been a few things that it's just, just wonder, glaringly obvious. I wonder if like the HD cameras and just like the the video quality being so much better than it was like in two thousand five, six, seven, somewhere in there. If if that has added to the fact that it's just like so so clear that it, I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's at least from what I've seen over the past you know several months with the premium live events. It's just been the camera angles. <laughs> it's been the angles that they're using. Like you can, so I assume that the cameras are in the wrong position or their timing is off on the cuts in the, in the production truck to where you're seeing the, the shithousery, the, 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 the entertainment portion of it. Did you put a filter on Earl? 
<laughs> Why do our faces look weird, Earl? I don't like this. I don't know what he did. Um, so yeah, I, it, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe wait, that's what the wait, issue wait, is. Were you asking if I put a filter on? Yeah. I don't have host access. I'm just a fucking peon. I don't know. Your face looks funny. My face looked funny at times. I just have I just have head of shit house. I don't have any fucking like responsibilities on that. <laughs> I just get the fucking title. Yep. All the all, he gets the title with none of the responsibility. So maybe that's something we have to change. <clears throat> you don't want that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Earl, what was your reaction to to Rumble? Because obviously, you know, Jacob and I were having a little fun with you in our chat uh, before prior to you getting to watch it, and. Uh, so I mean, did you did you believe who we told you won the Royal Rumble? Oh yeah, fuck you, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> so starting off, that was a long fucking day just to start with. And when you two were fucking texting back and forth about hot pants and what the Mad Hatter. Oh yeah, yeah Mad Hatter. That was it. It wasn't one yeah. Mad Hatter. Sorry. My girlfriend is reading my text messages to me because it's like nine thirty at night. I'm it wasn't that say, late. It fucking was that late. No, no way. It, it was, was the of the rumble. My kids were still awake. It was nine. Okay, maybe not nine thirty. Yeah, eight ten. Fucking nine thirty. Might as well have been nine thirty. Regardless, fucking pitch black outside, and I'm driving home. My phone's blown. Calm down. It was pitch black outside. Yeah, um, but it gets dark at seven. So calm down. <laughs> what time it gets dark at? Regardless. My phone is blowing up. So my girlfriend's like, do you want me to read those to you? Yeah, sure. Why not? Go right ahead. So she's trying to understand what the fuck you two are talking about with fucking Hot Pants and Mad Hatter. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to explain to her who they are, how Mad Hatter, for any of those who are watching. I'm out. Does she watch wrestling? No. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to explain to her that Mad Hatter was Uncle Howdy. And the person that was his accomplice was Bray Wyatt. And Hot Pants, that was the fun part to explain to her, mm-hmm. was Hot Pants was L.A. Knight. Do, do you have to do this? Yeah, L.A. Knight. Is that his thing? Am I missing something? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. I was thinking today was going to be a quick one. I have already it's decided it's not. It's not. You know what? It's. I'm that we're gonna be up to fucking two in the fucking morning. It's gonna Grab be a, a cup of coffee. We might as well have some fun. Um, I don't know how Ali approves of this, but I, I have an Xbox in the room now, so she's watching, <laughs> she's gonna watch TV. She's making a mug cake. She's gonna have a good time. I'll be oh, right fun. over. I'll be right over. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> what kind of shirt? What hoodie are you wearing, Earl? Okay. Sorry, I got distracted because that's what I on it. No, oh, nice, nice, very nice. So yeah, rumble, anyway. Earl. So anyways, rumble, 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 <laughs> rumble. So my girlfriend is reading me these messages and confused as fuck as to who Mad Hatter is, chances, <laughs> and she's just like confused. So and one I thing to understand: we did not know that she was reading you these messages. She said that he was driving. Yeah, but that was after I sent the hot pants text. Yeah. yeah okay. 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 So when I so she's like, well, what do you want me to say? I said, ask Seth who won the Royal Rumble. And this son of a bitch. 
Smartest mom. He, had, he had already said it earlier. Yeah. You just didn't. I don't think your girlfriend read you that message. No, she read me that part, and oh. I was, I was like, you know what? That's not important because I'm trying to explain to her who Mad Hatter and Hot Pants are. Like that was the whole conversation home with who Mad Hatter and Hot Pants are, and why they're called. <laughs> why? Why was it? Why was it that long of a conversation? I don't understand. And and second of all, did you? I I know that you knew who La Knight was, but did you know who Mad Hatter was right away? Yeah. Okay. No. I, I wasn't. Yeah, I knew Matt Hatter right away was gonna be Uncle Howdy because he wears the freaking top hat. Okay, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. Okay. Um. So I was sitting. There, I was like, wait. He fucking said Logan Paul won the Rumble. That is what he said. Yes. And so I was like, ask him who the fuck won the Rumble. And when you said Logan Paul, that's why I said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> And I hadn't talked to you about this since. Yeah. I have a screenshot of it because I was going to text you that next morning. But then we were running late. You did text us and say something about Seth. I don't know what the fuck I said. Either I was mad, though. I was mad, though, because I didn't watch the Rumble part. I thought the Rumble would be last. That's how little I know about this. I didn't realize they started with the men's Rumble. So you said that, and I was like, oh, it already happened? Oh, okay. yeah. The men's rumble was early. And so I was just like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. I missed it and you ruined it. So I didn't go back to rewatch it. So I was just like, okay, whatever. The good news is, is I, I have since forgotten who really won it. So I could go watch it right now and actually be entertained because I don't remember who it was, but I'm sure you guys will get into that in just so, a second. Can we not? So you don't want to spoil it for you? No, you can't. I don't, I'm okay, not, so you I don't asked, have time to go watch it now. Are you kidding me? So you asked Earl, did we ruin the rumble for you? I said no because you lied. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my girlfriend is still confused as to hot pants, as to who hot pants is. Yeah. I think she's still confused, <laughs> to be honest. Just show her the rumble. <laughs> yeah. Or show her that match. No, her first wrestling event with me that she's gonna sit down and watch is the two-day, seven hour long each WrestleMania. I'm sure that's a great oh, way to introduce somebody to wrestling. <laughs> 14 hours. <laughs> Hey, you know this this uh, men's soap opera that has fake fighting in it uh, that you've never watched before in your life? Here's 14 hours of it in two days. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. That's going to go over well, real well, Earl. Real well. Yeah, I know. So, Earl, did you at some point go back and watch the Rumble? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm amazed that your phone didn't start blowing up with like news alerts. Saying that the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble. I already, I already fucking knew he was gonna win. Okay, I already knew he was gonna win. It was a given. So yeah, no, I did. I went back. Actually, I probably shouldn't say this on live TV, but um, we're not on TV. <laughs> close enough. Fucking we are. Nice. We are on. Robert. I mean, technically, my we're TV on, has YouTube, so we are on Roberts laptop probably or his phone probably <laughs> and that's that's literally it right now yeah okay good um so kids what i'm about to say i do not condone so i don't know where this is going close your ears. really nervous like my stomach is in like a small knot right now okay um no i actually watched rum on the way home that night the next night oh but you weren't driving 
Yeah, it was. Earl, what is this? Earl, screen? you weren't oh, yeah. driving. No, I, was, I was not driving. <laughs> and really, I was listening to it more than I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I just have a good imagination. I know who Bianca yeah. Belair is, and God, the women's rumble was rough, guys. Yeah, it, it was, was bad. It was just like women's was, wrestling used to be good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even as as recently as last year, we've seen some really amazing women's matches, you know. Um, but the rumble was just not good, and I was I, I was really unimpressed with the Bianca Belair Alexa Bliss match. Like, yeah, that I, was, I skipped that, that one. Really too. I, I, I like, and I said this, and I, I mentioned I was looking at another creator's TikTok, and I made a comment on because she does like these recaps of of all the live events, uh, particularly the premium live events, which was, uh, Royal Rumble was like a six part thing. And I said, I just felt like the entire card for the most part was, was just very blah. And like, there was a couple moments in like each, there's like one or two moments in each match that kind of carried it. But like the best part of the night was the finale between Roman and KO. And Sammy Uso. Yeah. Sammy, former Uso. Yeah, I gotta say that was probably the highlight of the entire pay per view. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, premium live event. There you go. I mean, <laughs> who do I want to please more, this guy or this guy? I don't know. It's up to you. Um, but yeah, I just I don't A know. Soulless robot cannot be pleased. <laughs> but he does have a title. No, he doesn't have a title. He, don't. he doesn't have a title. <laughs> Soulless Robot is not a title. That is a description. Sorry. That is a whatever noun. The, 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 cap- is. the captivator or whatever Either way. you want to call it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Earl, I mean, on, on a, looking back at the past, like, several months, I would say last, last four months worth of premium live events, not counting NXT, um, where does Royal Rumble stand in terms of entertainment value it's all entertainment for me i mean well yes but if you had to grade them if you were grading them like does royal rumble really come out ahead of the others or do you think that there were other others that outperformed rumble so you said the past six months three or four months you know three or i four mean months. yeah that puts us halloween havoc hell in the cell would be yeah would be the October. Event. I think Hell in a Cell was better than this. Hell in a Cell was great. Castle War Games was better, was and the then better? what was the Castle one better? Classic Castle. Castle. That was September, so yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. So yes, that'd be how I rank it: Clash of the Castle going back to September, Clash of the Castle, Hell in the Cell, no Clash of the Castle, War Games, Hell in the Cell, and then Rumble. Okay. Okay, that's what I was curious about because I mean, there's obviously you know, obviously Rumble is the big setup, the road to WrestleMania. You know, there's storylines going forward. You got Cody Rhodes. Did you catch that promo last night between Cody and Paul? That was fucking incredible. Oh my god, such a good Jacob. If you haven't seen it, I know you're not a big fan, but go watch the promo that Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman did last night on Raw. On it, unbelievable. Hey Seth, yeah, can you put that in the? Uh... Can you add that to this podcast? 
Uh, I can. I'll try to. I'll see if I can rip the audio. But yeah. Like just clip it off of uh, so YouTube MP3 whatever. Yeah, I'll see if I can. Yeah. So if Seth can do it, you get to listen to it right now. Yeah. But if we're gonna pull back the curtain here. Might as well pull it back for everyone here in attendance tonight. Might as well pull it back for everybody watching at home. I want to tell a story that should be told. It should have been told a long time ago. The year was 2000. The till in my family had dried up a bit. Hard times became more than just a promo. Simply put, my family went broke. $100 in a Wachovia checking account for all of us. If you need a visual aid for it, my dad doing local car commercials and not for the money, just so that he could keep the car. But then he... He got a phone call. You called him. You told him ECW was in town. You told him that Steve Carino was going to talk a little smack about him and that if he would just agree to appear on camera, if Dusty Rhodes would be on ECW, you would pay him and you would pay him well. You kept your word. In addition to the money that we sorely needed, ECW gave my father his confidence back, and I can never, ever repay you for that. Thank you very much. And we turn the clocks a bit forward here. I know we don't talk about it, but before I was here, I was somewhere else causing a little bit of trouble. And from one disruptor in this sport, from one disruptor in sports entertainment in this whole world to another, you showed me, a, you showed me the way. Thank you again. You, uh, you really caught me off guard on this one. I came out here to schmooze a little business with you, and uh, you, whew, you, you got me personally. Um, well, I, I, if we're going to peel it back, if we're going to shoot from the hip, let's go all the way. Um, this isn't about me, and, and, and with all due respect and love and admiration and adulation and I'll, I'll even dare say the word acknowledgement, this isn't about your dad. This is about you. This, this is about everything that you have fought for from the bottom all the way up. 
out the door, back in the door, to winning the Men's Royal Rumble, to main eventing WrestleMania. And winning WrestleMania is a whole different story. Just getting there is a long, long road. And that's your story. That, that's the story that you need to finish to find out if it is a dream come true or you have to suffer the nightmare of coming just this close. Because you're not just main eventing WrestleMania, you're trying to take away from the greatest box office attraction, the greatest champion of all time, Roman Reigns. And that's no easy task for any mere mortal, but let alone someone that has no idea what it's like under that spotlight. Will you crumble under that spotlight? Will you wither under the stress? Will you self-destruct under the pressure because no one ever prepped you for that? You know, right down the road is the WWE Performance Center. And at that very Performance Center, Your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped the biggest stars of this generation. Your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped Seth Rollins. Your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped Becky Lynch, your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped Bailey, your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped Kevin Owens, your father, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, trained and prepped for the highest level of success, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. You know who your father didn't train and prep? Your father did not train nor prep you. Now, the father myself, I could counsel you that maybe, just maybe, your father wanted you to make it on your own. That's how much love he had for you. Maybe, just maybe, your father wanted you to step out from a shadow of a national monument like the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. That he didn't want you to go through life as Dusty's son, but he wanted you to go through life as Cody. WrestleMania main event, the man that stopped the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Maybe. God, Cody. I can't convey in words how much I loved your father. And I can tell you straight to your face, man, did your father love you in a... I'll tell you this one personally. 
in my last conversation with your dad, he told me, you, Cody, were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. wrestling championship and everybody everybody wants to make it personal and that's what you just did and you're not gonna pay for it mr. Heyman your boy Roman Reigns is going to pay for it at Wrestlemania when I take those titles Personally, all right. Perfect. You don't have you don't have to pause. It it pauses for. No, I was giving you time to shut the hell up. Yeah, no, it gives me it gives me a spot to clip it and insert it and whatnot. So no, that's good. Um, yeah, I'll see what I can do if if I can grab that. See, I'm getting better um, at this shit. There you go. But yeah, no, that's one of the best promos I've heard in a long time. And between that and all the stuff that you know, uh, Sammy and Roman did, you know, in the lead up and and after, like. There's some really good storylines going forward, but I feel like there's some stuff that's just ten minutes long, guys. It's fucking great, though. It's 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 so good every fucking minute. Yeah. Well, I was gonna do it like now, thinking it was just like a. Well, well, just just I'll have to wait till after the pod. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to it. Like it's incredible. I have it queued up. I have it queued up. We're good. There's there's just there's some stuff that fell flat. Like I feel like Bray Wyatt's thing fell flat. I felt like Alexa Bliss fell flat. I felt like the Rumble, the Women's Rumble, was bad like yes you had Rhea Ripley go one to the end but that seemed to kind of be expected you know um, yeah like five five wrestlers in I was like I think yeah I think Rhea's gonna win it and yeah. I was wrestling yeah I will say that I felt like you know them having Gunther go one to 30 was was really good and then that showdown at the end was good for him but like the the whole Ray Dominic Mysterio thing kind of fell flat as well obviously Ray got injured before and so he could go out. so they put in booker t last minute apparently um but just so much fell flat but like i i'm still i still want to have faith in what triple h is doing as head of creative and i feel like maybe there's a way to kind of salvage some of this stuff but to me like the bray wyatt stuff just that's to me that's the biggest miss like it just has not paid off at all so I feel like we need to come back to this because I feel like I I, can, I I have some thoughts that I could add. I know Earl does, obviously. And so we probably could talk about this for ever another yeah. 30 minutes at least. And 
while I'm not opposed to being here for a while, uh, we do have other things to get to. <laughs> yes, we do. We, we absolutely do. Um, so closing, closing thoughts real quick. Yeah. Uh, just like what, what are, what was, what's the next one? Cause I don't even know the next one. There. Yeah. Elimination chair. Yeah, that's right. And when is this? February. It's in like two weeks. Okay. So maybe either right, right after that, maybe we plan on a. I'll actually try to watch it, and we can we can do a a, a full fledged, uh, just special one off WWE podcast, um, because I, I I do have thoughts. Like I I've, I've listened to a few podcasts, um, about WWE because I think the last time we were on, if I'm not mistaken, was when the Saudi Amer- or Saudi Arabia. Uh, rumor came That's out. That's the last time we really started. Yeah, and because uh, I think that was about a month ago, and then we went through because we were on. You guys were on two weeks ago, so I haven't been on in a month. It's been yeah. four weeks since I have been on, and I think that's when it was. And some things have happened. Some things have not happened. Like they didn't sell it to a Saudi Arabian company because that would have been. There's no way Vince was going to do that in the first place, uh, in my opinion. So, so there's there's definitely some back of house stuff that we could talk about. And then obviously what what we've seen for Rumble and then and then going forward, because um, I, I wouldn't mind being able to have a little more in depth conversations about this. And I, I don't I'm not going to be able to watch it as much as you guys can or do, but I can dabble. I'm a pretty mm-hmm. good bullshitter. I can make my way through. So, yeah, no, we we can we can absolutely do that, and especially with with WrestleMania coming up, we yeah. will be doing something for WrestleMania. Was uh, the Rumble know. for the Rumble pay per view? Pay per view was the the Reigns match the only good one, like legitimately? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and, again, and I felt like <laughs> Roman Reigns is prime time, and that's what it is. He and he wins. Uh, yeah, so the work he does off off camera. Hey! Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the work that Roman Reigns does away from the action, so just his his talking and his bullshit that he does, his head of shithousery, um, is what makes Roman Reigns great. Right. Well, I just because because I know we talked about uh, there was there was a pay per view here a while back that we kind of talked about the different matches and and there you said there was a several good ones so. Um, since I only watched a couple and I was not impressed with the ones I watched, I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, the Roman Reigns match was was easily the best match of the night, and then of course, uh, all the, the 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 drama afterwards, you know, continued to build and build. It was just fantastic to watch. It was really well done. Um, but I mean, you know, the the men's rumble had some moments. You know, obviously, you know, Logan Paul and Ricochet. You know clashing midair you know mid ring after springboarding off the top ropes like so next year here, nuts here, here's what we do next year okay guys for the rumble we go, we go to it no uh, no um i gotta save for the world cup all right <laughs> I yeah that's the thing um, no so what we do is is the three of us i'll sit here with numbers and a hat and i will draw numbers for us and and the number the wrestler that comes out at your number we each get 10 numbers so we got a 30% chance of winning. The wrestler that comes out, like if I have 30 and the wrestler that comes out in 30, if they win, then you guys owe me something. And we, we can figure out what the 
Yeah, we can do that. Later. And if we can get three more, then we could do five wrestlers each that might make it a little yeah. a little more intense. But yeah. uh no, we can we can absolutely do that. So but anyway, so Roman Reigns was the only match worth watching. <clears throat> yeah, in my opinion. Uh Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman had a fantastic promo last night. Last night. Oh yeah. Dude, it will draw tears in your eyes and you'll feel like a little bitch watching it. I I'm, I'm very interested to see if that actually happens because I don't care. Uh, Harry wants in. Harry wants hey, in on the, on the Rumble. Harry wants in. So we got four. We'll need. To, we'll get a few more, and we'll do uh, a little. Uh, maybe we each put five dollars in, and the winner gets gets thirty bucks or whatever it is. But um, so and then the next one is in a couple weeks. It's Elimination Chamber, and eventually, sometime either right after that or right before that, we will do a dedicated WWE pod. Yeah. Um, and so. 23 minutes in we will now wrap up the wwe talk after i called seth at i want everybody all the listeners and watchers to know i called seth at eight o'clock and said hey what's the rundown and we went over it and it was (laughs) four things it was like and wwe was not one of them whatsoever nope not at all but then earl who texted us earlier and says he didn't think he was gonna make it all of a sudden goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to make it. And then the WWE talk just keeps rolling. And it's I began. I'm Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why you have that title. Yeah, I, I just I want to get that out there because obviously, you know, these are in terms it is something we do talk about somewhat regularly yeah, on the show. And so, you know, with how big Rumble is and what it means for the next couple of months and the direction of the company uh, of the entertainment going forward, you know, I just feel like throwing it out there would be. Uh, a few good minutes there and yes it is always earl's fault so um i i have a burning question that's not wrestling related for okay you. i have two Jenny. uh one will either of you be getting mls pass no well, if you are I want to but i will not so do you have apple tv no i do will you get apple tv i have apple tv with t-mobile I, I okay. So the, the problem the problem I have with Apple TV is that there's so few offerings on there that I'm actually interested Ted in. Ted fucking Lasso though. I know that's the only thing. That's hey, the I only would, thing that I'm interested I would, in. I would say Ted Lasso. I would say C. Watch C S. Oh, C's really good. C's pretty sick. And then even if you don't get MLS pass, you still get about 60% of the games mm-hmm. just having Apple TV. So does Apple TV does MLS Pass come with Apple TV or do you have to pay the twelve ninety nine? So you, for if you have Apple TV, it is twelve ninety nine a month for for you don't need Apple TV. I'm very confused. Well, you don't need Apple TV if you want to pay the fifteen or a hundred dollars for the year. But if you forty percent, I'm no Harry. Don't contradict me, damn it. We're not about <laughs> facts right now, okay? We are about sports, entertainment, and premium live events. <laughs> That's what these <laughs> three are. So, so I, I mean, I will. I, I think out of the three of us, I probably am the most into MLS, mm-hmm. and so I will, will probably get it. Um, but I wasn't sure if you guys had even considered it because I mean, it starts the twenty fifth. So, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I want to. But like it's, it's a matter of 
cost versus production because i don't know what the production value is going to be like on these like and honestly i'd rather spend my 9.99 a month on paramount plus and get champions league europa like i'd rather get that than mls see and i i disagree i mean i have paramount i i we have everything anyways um or access to everything thank you girl um (laughs) don't thank me (laughs) anyways uh so okay Hey, Andres in the chat. How you doing, man? Um, so I think that it's $99 and you get literally every game. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the production is going to be pretty good. I mean, they have thrown a lot at this. They've thrown a lot of money at this. They've thrown a lot at the talent. Yes, and, and people that are going to be broadcasting and color commentating, they're going to have a pre and post show for every match that they have on. Basically, Devin so, Kerr, I, Tyler Terrence, like yeah, the, the, ta- the guys that we know from USL, and there's a number and, of other guys. Yeah, yeah. Pre, a, a bunch of of former MLS players. Um, and so I, I think that it's yeah, I like yes. I threw us in. I'm, I'm glad we made that list, David. Thank you. <laughs> and so I, I think it'll be worth it but but like like uh some some people in the chat have said i mean we i think all of us have somebody's password for something that i don't think seth's chipped in for anything yet i think he just mooches off of us but um, <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're not, we, we're not wrong there yeah and i don't really care so but two in the fucking morning I like how Harry says "fuck MLS" and then he says, "but I got it" because yeah, Harry's, Harry's a sicko. <laughs> Harry is a soccer sicko. And also, I, before before you guys carry on, I do want to shout out David for giving us a shout out. But yes. he did leave one out. I, I don't. What did he leave out? He left out his show every Monday. I know, but that's United Sessions. Yeah, that technically is twenty. Well, not twenty four hours. It hasn't been twenty four hours, or it's been over twenty four <laughs> hours. Yeah. What is David on at? LeBron's only at 20. He still needs 16 more. So we'll see. Or 15 more. 15 I'm curious more. about the Grammys. Do you, I, I think we've talked about this past, but do you guys care about the Grammys? How does Bad Bunny not win? Okay. I don't give two shits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, if you need to get on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's fantastic, David. That's, that's the awesome. comment of, of our life, I think. I think that's that the is. comment we've ever received. That's actually my password to everything at this point. I even have like a back tattoo saying that. He does. It's just Guzman with a heart. Yeah. Um, and wh- you know, while Andres is here, I mean, let's go ahead and let's keep transitioning yeah, yeah. on yeah, over. Andres Tr- uh, Trujillo over in the chat, owner, operator, president of the New Mexico Runners. Uh, we do want to mention the Mexico Runners did play over the weekend. They played against the Wichita Wings, second of two consecutive road matches. Um, <laughs> there you go, Andres also. There you go. All caps. Um, all caps. All caps here. After opening the season with a three and O record, uh, the runners have lost their last two matches in a row. Um, on Saturday, they lost to Wichita, as I mentioned, by a final of 21 to 10. But the highlight of the night and quite possibly of the year to this point, uh, we want to shout out head coach Steve Famoletta throwing on the kit, putting in the minutes on the pitch. And with his first touch of the match on Saturday, it became the newest the new record holder for oldest scoring player is it? And Andres, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's MASL history, correct? Oh my gosh. Looks like their coaches come into the game. Into the game, number three. 
as they're going to try to give some a break to a few legs on the bench. Famiglietta, we believe, is normally their coach, but he's into the game. And he and scores, he scores immediately with the back heel flick. Hey. Uh, we get you got to love indoor. Yep, you have to love the indoor game, right? I mean, that's a great goal. I mean, he must be a goal scorer because that's a goal scorer's goal right there. Or is it just MASL two? I want to say it's the entire MASL. So, um, congratulations to head coach Steve Famoletta, uh, fifty-seven years old. Uh, again, first touch, back heel into the back of the net. So congratulations, Coach Steve. Uh, it was fun to watch. Enjoyed seeing that. And uh, all professional arena soccer history. Okay, there you go. So, yeah, it's huge, massive record uh, being held by Coach Steve there. Former, I said that one, I'll say former, uh, USL Hall of Famer, Steve Amaletta. So uh, congratulations, Coach. Uh, and yeah, the runners uh, back in action this weekend out at the Rio Rancho Event Center, Real 505. Quick. Yes. Real quick, shout out to Robert who has obviously seen it yeah, and has a little thing on it. And he's from San Antonio. So he yes. Like, I think we, we turned him on to runners and without us, uh, he would not be watching. He would not have seen it. Uh, so I uh, just shout out to him for being, being awesome and, and watching that even though he's not, I mean, he has real no ties to New Mexico. So that's cool. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's actually, and, that took a lot for me to say, seeing as he's Team Earl. I just want to point that out too. <laughs> Jacob stretching his boundaries here a little bit tonight. You know, glad to, glad to see that happening. So yeah, what the hell? Talking uh, about fucking WWE for twenty minutes. Yeah, thanking Robert for <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so the runners get back in action on Saturday uh, against the Kansas Bandits, five oh five p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, this here is going to be an interesting matchup. The runners obviously sitting currently in third in the Midwest division uh, with three and two record, Wichita wings sitting second with a four and two record. So runners have a chance here. Hopefully you get some guys back and healthy for the weekend uh, and, a, and a major matchup for them this weekend. So uh, if you haven't gotten there, like we're going to tell you guys until we're blue in the face, get out, support the runners. Like it's one of the, the most entertaining things that you will ever get to see uh, MASL two. Yeah. Besides this, of course, you know, um, MASL two action, indoor arena soccer. Like it guys, it's fantastic. So much fun to watch. And, and maybe just maybe we'll see coach Steve extend that record just a little bit more on, on Saturday. Uh, so going to a runner's game is like this. It's a premium live event. <laughs> it's not fair. I know. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, and there, Andres, there, there you go. Educators Appreciation Night. If you're a teacher, uh, free admission for you guys on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, can't wait to get out there. Uh, another premium live event, this one here in New Mexico. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, you know, we, um, we, we love the runners. We love Andres. We love the entire organization. They're uh, fantastically run. They put on a great show. Uh, you know, the runners are, are great to watch um, every single weekend while they're out there. So, you know, Andres, uh, if you're listening, which you are, cause you always do. Um, if you're still shorthanded, just give me a call. There you go. Obviously. Oh, here we go. 
I mean, it's me. I mean, let's not. We still got to set something up. We're, we're going to get out there. And if we can get you guys both in town, we will. Uh, we'll set something up with Andres or have some sort of a goal scoring competition during one of the breaks, potentially. So um, there you go. Hey, there you go, Earl. You got you your offer know, here. You let me know when, Andres, and I'll be there. Speaking of which, we know we talked about Earl getting out to the New Mexico United Open tryouts. Unfortunately, we weren't able to make that happen. Uh, so we don't have footage of Earl uh, attempting to save shots from uh, players such as Chris Weehan and others. Uh, but Earl can certainly go suit up for the runners. Uh, there you go, David Carl in Tucson. Yes, there we go. Uh, Thursday preseason opens for New Mexico United. We're going to get right into that here in just a second. Um, but yeah, get out and support the runners, their season, the thick of their season. And New Mexico United, of course, as David mentioned, about to get underway. Preseason action. We've been looking forward to this for the past three months, guys. Um, I've got the preseason schedule here pulled up. And this here kind of got uh, put out there in bits and pieces, not necessarily from our club. Uh, but as the various other teams were releasing their preseason schedules. I feel like that um, happens every year, though. Like, I think so, yeah. Not everybody puts it out at the same time, so there's always somebody that puts it out, and then they've got teams on their schedule that haven't put out theirs. So I feel like that happens every year for preseason. Yeah, um, it, it's it's kind of... I, I would rather see it all at once on these bits and pieces. I mean, we were obviously, uh, you know, tweeting and retweeting it as it came out and, and sharing the information and, and trying to piece together different bits. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, David, I, I think we might have to disagree with that one, but uh, yeah, it's, you know, things that were coming together. I, you know, I spoke to, uh, I spoke to someone at the club where we the club was waiting to get, you know, one final piece of information before they put out the full preseason schedule. Uh, we do know now the entire full preseason schedule for New Mexico United. They're kicking off this week, as David mentioned, in Tucson uh, with the well, – there's a name for this. The uh, I'm looking at the release here. Sorry. That's okay. There is a – it's an, it's an invitational of sorts. I, I was trying to find the name of it. Uh, but on Thursday, New Mexico United takes on Lula, Louisville City FC. Uh, it's going to be in Tucson. They're in Tucson throughout the weekend. Uh, February 12th at Detroit versus Detroit City FC. And then Chicago Fire on February 15th. And then finally, United gets their first home preseason match of the year on February 19th against El Paso Locomotive. And then we're going to follow it up with February 25th, Desert Showcase. There you go. That's the name of it. I was trying to find it. I, I knew I had it pulled up somewhere. Uh, thank you, David, for that. February 25th versus Colorado State University Pueblo. Again, here at the first financial training center. Uh, March 4th at Colorado Springs Switchbacks. And then back at the first financial training center on March 10th for the Black and Yellow game, which is the preseason finale. Guys, preseason is here. We've been waiting. I mentioned a minute ago, we've been waiting three months for this. Um, looking at the roster, I mean, there's a lot to be excited about going into this. Um, obviously, I think most of the, I, I know some of these matches in Tucson are going to be behind closed doors. Some of them are going to be open to, I know the Colorado Springs match is going to be, I believe that one's going to be open um, to season ticket holders, um, according to information that Colorado Springs put out. So, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but like we have to wait. 
until at least the 19th to potentially see preseason action. Who do you think needs to get out there and make a big, let's start with this. Who, who needs to make a big showing here in the first few matches of the preseason as they work towards, you know, that, that final, final few weeks. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like one, I feel like it snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we had, we've had some, some craziness going on. Just, I think all three of us can kind of attest that we've all had some craziness going on. Uh, you know, we had the holidays and I thought, Oh, after the holidays, it'll slow down. Life will slow down. We'll be able to, I'll be able to do some, some focusing. Hasn't been, haven't been able to do that. So today I was like, Oh, I'm gonna pull up the roster. Uh, see where we're at. Uh, I knew we were short uh, several players that I was, or several roster spots that we typically have filled. Mm-hmm. It's like right now, if you don't include the Academy contract kids, we only have 17 players. That's significantly smaller than what we normally run. And we normally run a small roster. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question. Uh, probably doling. Uh, okay. I, I think we all kind of know what Santi is. I think we all kind of know what Moreno Hurst. We've kind of already seen, uh, Nava, the midfield. I mean, we know Portillo's a beast. Uh, we hand Bruce Rivas, you know, the, the it, so it's, it, there's really two kind of unknowns to me on this roster aside from the Academy kids. And that's, uh, Timothy, um, Zali, and then and then Doling, and and uh, while our backline does look very shallow at the moment, um, and that would mean Timothy needs to step up and and definitely be somebody. What we've talked about for what is this year five now? So for four years now, has been finding the back of the net aside from year one, and Doling has the number nine shirt. So I'm expecting something from him. And so I, I think he has some potential to have like a Sammy Sergi type preseason and hopefully not get injured or have health issues going in, or in the regular season and build on a, in a solid preseason. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of who I'm looking at, the, the offense in general, but him specifically, see if he can start off on the right foot, find the back of the net and and really get the ball rolling to start. Uh, so David, uh, Carl over in the chat says, we'll get highlights for you, David. We do absolutely appreciate that. Um, are any of the Tucson matches going to be live streamed anywhere? Do you know? Ooh, we have some hashtag redacted and we, there are some trialists. We can confirm that Earl is not a trialist. Earl that is currently <laughs> that we know of. We do know that as of now, Earl has not been offered a contract. With My invite's still in the mail. I haven't checked the mail yet though. Okay. Uh, you better, you better get on that. Um, so good to know there are some trialists uh, out there with the club. So maybe that helps alleviate some of those positions uh, that you were talking about. Some of those concerns, Jacob. I or, kind of. Um, we'll talk about it tomorrow, Matt. Yeah. As soon as, we, as soon as once we know more information, uh, not that you you are aware of regarding streaming. Okay. Appreciate that. Um, is the nineteenth match on the nineteenth, or, or one of those other the, other than the black and yellow match going to be open to public and or media? I don't know if that's been released. Is it? Tickets are already on sale for it. Okay. I wasn't sure. I thought I'd seen something, but... um, It could be wrong. I want to double check. I feel like like, uh, that was the case. Okay. Um, Earl, since you were not able to make it out to the the open tryouts, um, 
you know, the club did have put out, put out something saying there's a possibility that someone could be signed. Um, unfortunately, we know at this point it's not you. So what do you think are the odds that one of these, one of the open tryout guys we've seen in the past guys get opportunities off of the open tryouts to come into the club and make an impact. You know, Josh Goss did, uh, Ben Bowery did, you know, we've seen guys have those opportunities. <clears throat> but yeah. Bible, Bible, you're right. You're right. That's what he was. Yeah. He was a trialist. Um, and Earl, so Earl, do you think any of these guys have, have made an impact on, on coaches Prince and his training staff? I would say yes. I mean, I don't know who tried out. I don't know anything like that. But they did mention one um, on on Facebook. They mm-hmm. picked, they shouted out one of them that, I mean, if he's getting a shout out on Facebook, he might be decent. Um, so, I mean, I hope that at least one of them do get signed for this season, just have some kind of depth and backup, especially in the midfield, that even in the back line. But, I mean, yeah, I would love to see at least one of them. <clears throat> okay, so David Carl, yes and yes to all home, all the home preseason matches, media and public availability. So that's that's exciting. February nineteenth, that's the first time we get to see United in action this spring. Can't we see? And David saying we brought one player from the open tryouts with them to Tucson. All right, so yeah, someone obviously caught the eye of Zach Prince. Um, so uh, Earl, do you share any of the same concerns that Jacob does regarding the roster at this point with it being a little bit smaller than usual, or do you expect that? Um, I mean, cause Zach has talked in the past about keeping a small roster, uh, you know, can, still like, do you see us maybe signing one or two more? Or do you think this is about what, what we're going to roll with? No, I mean, I definitely expect us to sign one or two more, maybe three, um, and get us up in the 20s somewhere, especially on the back line, because that's where we had the most trouble last season, where mm-hmm. we found some injury issues, and that's when we started losing confidence and losing composure is when our back line started taking hits and started getting bruised up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so I definitely see Zach bringing in maybe one or two, maybe more cent- uh, defensive mids, um, even back line. But I definitely expect. For, for the record, we have we have typically kept twenty two to twenty four on the roster, which would be five to seven more. Um, Do you realize where I went to school? Yeah, that's why I did the math for you. Yeah, I'll tell you where I went to school. This place. <laughs> yeah, that's. I literally just did the math for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I don't think you know what the math is. I don't think you were listening to me. But um, you said five to seven, jackass. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Earl Jacob mentioned Josh Dolling as someone he thinks needs to make a showing here in the preseason. Obviously, we don't know a lot about him. Uh, new player coming in. Is there anyone that stands out to you that could potentially make an impact or needs to make a, a you know an impact here in the preseason? No, just Josh Dolling for sure. Um, especially not exactly everything uh, Jacob just said. I mean, we don't know much about him mm-hmm. or anything of him. So, I mean that's obviously the big one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me looking at this, I, I think I want to see miles Merritt. I want to see the Academy kids get an extended look here in the preseason against the level of competition that we're going to see, you know, against these other USL clubs against, you know, maybe against Chicago fire, see these, some, you see the younger guys get out there and have the opportunity to, 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 to play against high level competition. 
Um, so that for me is one big thing that I want to see. Uh, I love David's comment here, Timothy Zali. Uh, he's a guy that you know we 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 talked to a while back. He's, I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, a lot of size. I think he's going to be really good at the back. Um, the other thing I want to see is he he named the other player that is new. Yeah, I named the other player that's new, and then you named the three academy kids that are new to the first team. Um, and I think that basically covers it. I will say I would have said some of the academy kids, but the way you framed the question was, I, I thought I was thinking about it. Who's going to have a bigger impact during the regular season, mm-hmm. and so who do we want to see that from? Uh, we kind of talked about the oh yeah, Greg Hurst, but he's he's a like kind of a known quantity, a semi known quantity. But anyways, uh, we kind of talked about it when the academy signings were announced kind of what we thought playing time and 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 opportunity would be and i don't i wasn't thinking there was going to be a whole lot of opportunity there um with them probably play i think i think all three of them are signed to play college ball um and so obviously that's not till august or i don't even know when that is when they would actually go so there's a chance we see them um i guess i guess they play in the spring i don't know when they play when is college soccer spring right? uh typically during the spring yeah because that's one of the things that's been causing issues with uh u.s open cup this year is a lot of the teams that were uh some of the teams that have declined invitations rely on collegiate players but because of when the open cup is starting now the players are still in season so um <clears throat> i mean yeah maybe i didn't word my question the the way i intended well, no i, I think the, the answer. i think i just took it differently okay. than then I, th- I think you could take it a couple of different ways. I took it as which player did we sign or which player needs to show out because I'm expecting them to play a big role in the regular season. Okay. Um, whereas I'm not expecting the Academy kids to play as big of a role as somebody like Josh, who I'm expecting to come in and play. Uh, I mean, especially you look at the depth chart right now, it's, it's him and Hurst up top. Um, especially after, uh, the retiring of the great Devin Sandoval, which we have not yet talked about. No, um, that's that's on the agenda. We, we so because of that, uh, he's Josh and and Greg both are going to have to come in and and produce at the moment. I'm sure we bring in a couple more nines or at least one more, um, through if not before the season, during the season or something like that. So <clears throat> I think uh, I, I think it that that's the way I took it and how I wanted to do it. Yeah, I can see. I can see where you went there. Yeah, it's, I think I was mainly trying to just say, you know, who who needs to make an impact here in the preseason? Because and, and I feel I like it, as somebody that needs to make an impact going into the regular season. Yeah, and like, who am I excited to watch? That's a different answer. Yeah, um, that's probably the academy kids. But who needs to make an impact is somebody that I think needs to make an impact during the regular season as well. Yeah, I think if we if we can see, you know josh and greg up top and them getting some service and you know working on that and you know making starting to show you know cohesion and uh you know uh an ability you know to to understand you know the system and with what how everyone plays and start to see that the players coming together you know gelling together i think that's going to be important obviously you know we don't want to see injuries here in the preseason right you know um so yeah it's gonna be really it's gonna be really exciting man i i just i can't wait i'm really looking forward to this and 
And, uh, you know, you mentioned, and we'll go and talk about dev here. You know, you mentioned, you know, the size of the roster and, you know, the, the depth that we have. And obviously, you know, Devin Sandoval a few weeks ago announced that he was hanging up his cleats. Um, so unfortunately, you know, uh, his final match was on the road in the playoffs last year, you know, didn't get to close out his career at home in front of the United faithful. Um, you know, Devin, of course, part of so many big moments for New Mexico United throughout, you know, throughout our first four years, you know, first goal scorer, fastest goal scorer in USL playoff history, um, you know, first signing for United. Um, so, I mean, how and obviously we there are still players that we don't know what their futures hold like he's better but how big of a deal is losing dev with the roster that we have and what does dev mean for this club going forward i mean on the pitch with the last couple of years he's had with with the the health issues and whatnot i i'm not not sitting here going oh man that's a, a huge loss on the pitch uh, as far as in the in the in a match, uh, the difference level that he the difference maker that he used to be isn't what he is what he has been recently. Um, if he doesn't have something to do with the club at all, though, I think he's a is a pretty massive loss. Uh, just being in the locker room, I mean, he a lot of ways he is New Mexico United. I mean, if in, in ten years from now, if I say New Mexico United. I think Dev, Peter, uh, and and Earl's beautiful face are the three faces that are going to pop into my head first. Um, this is a problem. And, and I gave you a compliment, damn it. Somebody else brought up your beard earlier, <laughs> and it looks like a filter. It looks that good. It looks it looks so perfect that it looks like a filter. So I was just I was just giving you a compliment, Earl. Um, and because of that, uh, he walk away. He is in Devon. Uh, he not he is an Earl. Uh, will <laughs> forever be tied to this club, and I think I think we're owed a lot of. I mean, he's owed a lot of of gratitude from the fans and from Peter, um, and, and from from the locker room as just being a uh, just an outstanding individual, both on and off the pitch, and. And his story of going through what he went through at the end of 2021, um, and coming back and being able to play in 2022, uh, that alone is remarkable. And you tie that with the first goal and mm-hmm. and and the first signing and and you know him him being announced before we even had colors or a crest or a name, um, and he was bought in from the get go, and and I think a lot of ways he was a, a big recruiter for players like Suggs and Schmidt and, and these New Mexico players that um, see him come back and play for his hometown team and our home state team and, and really inspire them to come back and play um, and inspire others to come and want to play here and inspire the young, the young players that we have coming up, the, the Academy kids, the younger than Academy kids. I mean, his, his dreads, uh, will forever go down in New Mexico United history. I, I feel like you know the, when he cut the dreads, he he lost lost his oh, powers. Like I mean, he yeah. just hey, you cut him in, and then he he just wasn't the same. But uh, yeah, I, I'm just he will always have a special place in in my heart uh, when it comes to United and 
and just in general, just Albuquerque, everything he's done and, and uh, changes that he's made. And, and because of that, if he, if he doesn't have anything to do with the organization, uh, full time, um, even if it's just for a couple of years, uh, as he takes a break, I mean, he's got two young kids, mm-hmm. uh, as, as, as the two of all three of us kind of now, uh, no, um, kids are, are, uh, a lot. And so I wouldn't blame him at all if he wanted to step back and, and he's had enough success in his career that I, 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 he probably can step back and, and take a few years to, to be around the family. And, and if he does that, man, kudos to him. That's, that's a huge deal, but he will be missed, uh, in the United family for a while. Yeah, you know, we heard last year prior to his comeback that he was working with the academy kids. He was working with, you know, the, the U23s, uh, working on getting back into his match fitness. And so, yeah, him coming back last year, uh, you know, after the health issues was a was a big moment, you know, and I, I think not only for him, but for, you know, the club as well. And then, uh, you know, we obviously heard in the fall that it was that he was more than that he was more than likely done. Um, so that when the announcement came, we weren't really you know shocked by it. You know, uh, it was a matter of you know waiting to see when it was going to happen. Um, and, and so, like you know, Earl, I want to ask you: Do you have a a favorite dev moment? One that that sticks out to you? Um, that anytime you know it's brought up, uh, you know, anytime he's mentioned, you know, that, that's going to pop pop into mind for you. <clears throat> um. Yeah, I do. It was when me and Jacob were standing at the U at the UNM soccer complex uh, for the Open Cup. Mm-hmm. And they played Phoenix. When they squashed Phoenix, I'm not going to say played the that was Open Cup, huh? That no, was, that was regular season. Sorry, that was regular season. Felt like no Open Cup because it was almost meaningless, meaningless at some point. Um, and just seeing his return from his health scare. I mean. Not knowing what was going to happen, where he was going, what was that. He was contemplating retirement at that time. And then I had talked to him after, before that, just walking around Albuquerque. I ran into him, and he was like, yeah, it's, stay tuned. So it showed that he was still pushing to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, it showed that he wasn't done with it yet, and he wasn't ready. Um, But then seeing him suit up in – in the UNM soccer complex and then him actually coming on. I mean, those are moments that give you chills. I mean, those are moments that are written in movies. So, yeah. So seeing that's the one that will stick with me is just seeing Dev return back to playing instead of being on the sideline and being down with his health care. Jacob, any, any moment that stands out for you? Uh, yes, but real quick. Um, I know you two probably don't care, uh, but yeah, no one cares about LeBum. Yeah, I look, love him or hate him. He's Move a fantastic on. player. Move and on. and he did just break the <laughs> So I'm going to shout him out. Uh yeah. he's not my favorite player, but I am going Move to on. shout him out and tell him congrats. And they are now oh, gonna so. stop the game with ten seconds left in the third quarter to have probably a twenty minute celebration of LeBron's James career, which is a little excessive. Yes, uh, no one cares. But I, can I meet? I'm just gonna do this real quick, just for a second. Um, so yeah, I just I know that he's he's one. He's very polarizing. Two, neither of you are care about basketball whatsoever. Um, but I was I did have it on, and he just did pass it. So I just wanted to shout that out. Uh, as actually, for, you son of a bitch. 
Um, to correct yourself, I do care about basketball because I will be the first one to announce it here. Well, it was announced earlier, but about Kyrie Irving being traded. So, yeah, I do pay attention. Just because you pay attention doesn't mean you care. Shut your mouth. <sighs> David, I'm sorry. Like We, we got to disagree on this. We got to disagree. I'm not going there. We're not going to go there. I'm going to let LeBron have his night. Uh, but <laughs> me, me, you, and David can sit down and have a chat about the greatest to ever do it here at some point this season. Yeah. As for Dev, um, maybe he was talking about Dev. He was he was talking about Dev, the greatest to ever do it. He was talking about Dev. We're just going to leave. Oh, it so that, that's LeBron's message to Dev. The yeah, greatest yeah. to ever do it. Love <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> uh, anyways, as for Dev, um, I knew nothing about. I mean, I, I knew stuff about soccer, but um, it doesn't. When, okay, Earl. <laughs> uh, when, uh, when. Oh man, or David, just I I'm gonna have to okay, I'm gonna ignore the chat. I'm gonna change something else. <laughs> so I don't have to see the chat. Oh Robert, no, no, I, Robert. Okay, we're we're okay, we'll have this, we will have this debate later. Um because <laughs> they are both wrong, but Robert's more right than than David is. Um anyways. When I first found out about United. I asked a coworker of mine at the time, what do I need to know about him? Should I buy season tickets? Blah, 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 blah. He said, well, they signed this guy named Devin Sandoval. Um, he was the first signing. Yeah, yada, yada. Um, and it's kind of a big deal. Uh, I said, okay. Then I went to the first few matches and I was at the uh, Tulsa match. Uh, for Tulsa or Fresno? Fresno was our first win. So Tulsa, it was Tulsa. Uh, the Tulsa match where he scored and... And I don't think I will ever forget that goal, how loud that place got, even though it was a pretty cold March night. Um, and I believe it was a Wednesday. Uh, I know our first win was a Wednesday. I feel like our first game there was a nil-nil, but I could be wrong. I have to, I'll have to look that up. But um, I, I just won't forget that night. And for as much as him coming back and playing in that Phoenix match and, um, you know, just, just some of the memorable goals, him, him seemingly always scoring against El Paso there for a couple years. It seemed like every time we played El Paso, he scored. Um, I, that, that first, that first goal in United history being him after the Saturday was, night. Was, was it? Okay. Um, I mean, that just, I, it will, it will stick with me for four years. I mean, it's been five years now. Essentially, it was yeah. 2019, four years, um, and it will, it will always, always have a special place. Yeah, I was in the stands, and that was prior to me starting to, uh, covering for the radio station. Yeah, I, I had, um, I wasn't covering anything either. I had season tickets. I was in my season ticket seat, um, and and on, on, arguably. It could have, I, I think that match was kind of what spurred Somos Unidos news um, mm-hmm. and got that ball rolling, which in, in turned into us here. And because um, it was after that match where we looked in the paper and we were like, what the hell? There's a, a two sentence blurb about mm-hmm. that. And they didn't even really mention Devin scoring. And we were like, uh, this is bullshit. So that that turned into us doing the newsletter and. And uh, there, I mean, mistakes were made with that, as we've talked about kind of in the past. But uh, at the end of the day, everything that has happened 
since that goal has led to the three of us um, sitting here talking and and having having guys like David and and Robert and and Harry in the chat and and so that that will always I mean I I can I can picture it I close my eyes I can see it clear as day I can hear it uh, I can hear the the crowds clear as day still and uh, and yeah it just it's it it was special. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, being there, experience, you know, witnessing the first goal in club history, you know, fantastic night, and then to go on and, and you know to have conversations with Deb and interactions with him, you know, both you know as media and not as media, just you know, he's one of the nicest people that you that you'll ever meet, and you know, just you know, talking to him about various different things and and uh, you know, getting his take on you know on just soccer and just and just talking to him like I, incredibly I to, nice guy i got to sit down with him for about 30 minutes at the the practice facility there at the locker room there that they they not the new one but the old one up there in in mesa del sol in year one and i wrote an article about him and uh the love that he has for this state and this community and and at the time the team and at the time he had just had a daughter um <clears throat> and i i had uh, relatively b- shortly before that I had my second son and, and the conversation that we were able to have and the genuineness that he, he had in that conversation, there was no canned answers. There was no, um, uh, why am I here or anything like that? He, he was happy to be there, uh, talking to a guy who he had never met that was writing in a fan run newsletter, um, but I think he loved that. I think that was part of the um, community pop that this team made that he he enjoyed, and he was happy that he contributed to it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I could I could spew things. I mean, I'm it, to balance it out just a hair. He was he was not as good on the pitch, especially in the last two years, as as I would have liked, but. Um, that stuff like that happens, especially with this health scare and, and, uh, but so he just, I mean, we'll have to do a, a Devin, uh, podcast. <laughs> I, I could, <laughs> I could go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll reach out to him, see if we can't get him to come on the show and, uh, awesome. and, uh, you know, sit down with him and just do like, you know, just, you know, do 30 minutes, just us talking to depth, you know, with Dev and, you know, uh, looking back on his career and, and various other things. So um, we will definitely uh, do that. So um, I do want to mention before we move off of Dev that the club did announce a Dev and Sandoval night. Uh, that will be June 3rd uh, when, of course, El Paso comes to town. So uh, Dev and Sandoval night. Uh, make sure you're there Saturday, June 3rd. You can obviously get your tickets uh, season tickets are on sale. Uh, and something I didn't, I don't know if I missed this. And I want to bring this up real quick. At the very bottom, it says you get priority access to the new stadium. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I just missed that originally, but yeah, if you go to the, the club <laughs> website, season tickets are on sale. The bottom thing, the bottom benefit, future priority access to new stadium. So perhaps something more is going on behind the scenes, getting ever closer to a new stadium announcement, hopefully. Uh Uh-oh. 
Uh oh. I was about to talk shit about David being in bed already, but <laughs> well, we're, 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 we are all surprised that you're not in bed already. So, uh, you being a family man and all now, so <laughs> so maybe this means that something is coming. Maybe this means something is coming. Who knows? Uh, we will, of course, uh, be keeping our ears to the ground. So and bugging David to give us information. <laughs> David just woke me up. Like I am, I had been kind of lackadaisically coming into this season and not, uh, I mean, we haven't had, when was last, like the last new player was Sam. Well, not, not a new player, but yeah, last signing was Sam. Yeah. Was Sam. And I was like a month ago, it feels like. And we were kind of just kind of rolling through this last month and it kind of been all a little blah about it. And, uh, now all of a sudden I have, uh, my interest has been peaked. Um, <laughs> You know, the, the try it with redacted. I mean, you get a name like redacted in preseason and, and that obviously is exciting, but then, uh, then a little, uh, stadium tease, um, can which we get, can we get Pete on, on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, the last time we had it, we tried picking his, try picking his brain. And he said that, you know, things are still in motion. So but he also had David watching his back. I, I, I don't think I stopped Pete in the past. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if Pete drinks, but I feel like we need to take him to a bar. Well, he had he had a he had an adult beverage the last time. We need to take him to a bar, feed him a couple drinks. One of us distracts David, maybe kidnaps him, uh, and then and then we ask uh, Peter some some questions. Well, we need to I do mean, it this Sunday when David is busy watching the Eagles. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean to be fair. You know, I we I got a leak from a, another person within the club back in year one. Uh, that was not Pete. So, um, and that was news about Phil Weigel. So, you know, um, <laughs> there are probably other people we could reach out to. But um, I feel like if we go to other people though, and they say something, they could get in trouble. Yeah. Peter's not going to get in trouble because it's the freaking owner, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, so, uh, Sam Hamilton was announced on January 20th. So that was like, th- not even, not even a month ago. It was like two, it, two and, two and a half weeks like ago. It does. It feels like it's been a long time. Like this off season is just kind of like, we, you know, we went, <laughs> we went a little while without any news. And finally we got a whole slew of news. And now it's like preseason is this week. You know, David, I'm not worried because during, um, world cup, I did threaten three, of the nuclear powers of the world. Yeah, that is true. That's a fact. <laughs> Earl did. Yeah. Earl, Earl did say some rather naughty that's, things. That's about. where his name head of shithousery came from was, was those comments. Uh, yeah. Um, so I yeah, I mean, life for the next couple days. That's also why Earl hasn't been podcasting from his normal backdrop. Um, he's actually in an <laughs> underground bunker uh, in the middle of the Sonoran desert. Uh, he, he's in the bunker from the movie Blast from the Past. He's in Bill's bunker from Last of Us. Anybody? There you go. Anybody? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I watched Last of Us. I, I hate the ending. Are you watching I'm it sorry. on mine? Are you watching no. it on my... Who's watching it on my account? Earl has not given me an account yet, so, you know. Well, I thought it might be you. <laughs> I almost, like I said, I went in, I started it, and I like fell asleep because I tried Wait, to start like, talking one. On, on my HBO profile yeah. on your account. <clears throat> Not me. 
<laughs> it might have been me. Because I went I, to go watch season three or episode three, and it had already been watched like three quarters of the way through. Oh, I didn't know. No, no. I started I, ep- I started episode one and fell asleep. And then I watched three. And then I went to go watch four last night, and episode four had been played on mine. And I was like, who's watching it? On the one that's clearly labeled Jacob. Yeah. For no. which, uh, which show is this? Last of Us. Last of Us. The, um, the one that you don't want to watch because you're. I will. I'll change the password for you. I think I know. No, who's... you're you're fine. I don't care. I just. Well, I think yeah. I know who's doing it, and I don't want them in my account. Uh, hmm. Why are they using mine? Why not use yours? Oh, uh, they probably don't want to get caught. That's probably what it is. <laughs> now, I I did admit I'd use your profile, but I I've been watching other things. Like yeah, West I saw. Wing. I saw um, West Wing and Newsroom and Friends. Newsroom. That's the one I was like. Why well, I've been watching Friends too, so I didn't notice that. Okay. You didn't yeah. But the newsroom, I'm, newsroom wife, was really good. My wife was like, "What's newsroom?" I was like, "I don't know," but somebody—it's really good. Somebody's nine episodes into it, and it's not me. No, it's Say really. Why don't you just make your own account? Okay, I will. I'll do profile. that. Pro- it's yeah. a, your own profile it doesn't bother I'll me. My own profile. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that then. Yeah, get out of my. Um. Room. All right. So let we got do have two more pieces of news to get through. You go add the child. See, oh, there you go. Hang on, I'm gonna go add. Set David agrees with me. Newsroom is great. Okay. Perfect. I want. You know what I want to watch? News radio. Jacob probably remembers that show. David Spade, Joe Rogan, uh, Phil Hartman. Don't know what the fuck No. Oh my god, David. Tell me, David Carl. I'm sure David Carl knows this one. News, Rhett, news radio. You you have you have sparked something that I remembered. There was a movie a little while ago called Pirate Radio. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about it, mainly because I don't want to butcher it. Uh, look it up and watch it if you have access to it. If you can watch it anywhere, it's a very, very good movie. Okay, pirate radio. I'll have to look into that. Basically, right, so if I remember yes, right, I said I wasn't going to explain it, but I'm going to, and I don't care if I'm wrong because I relatively sure I'm wrong half the time on this podcast. Anyways, um, <laughs> if I remember right, it was like a BBC or something like that put a back in in the 70s, 80s, whenever it was, uh, put a ban on what could be played. Mm-hmm on the radio from uh, what could be played on the radio. So people took a boat, went into the ocean, broadcast from the ocean stuff that couldn't be broadcast. Interesting. I will definitely check that out. And I could be completely wrong. It's been probably a decade and a half since I watched this movie. But uh, if I remember right, that's what it was about. And I just remembered I really liked it. I will definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, two more bits of New Mexico United news uh, before we do get out of here. Uh, first is that the club announced a line of upcycled merchandise. Now, have you guys checked this out? Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you haven't, uh, New Mexico United did announce that they are launching a first run of upcycled merchandise in partnership with a company called Refried Apparel. Uh, merch shop includes hoodies, bucket hats, scrunchies, bags, and more, all made from recycled New Mexico United gear and other materials um the sale items did start on sale on friday february 3rd and and there's only a few items in the store uh, at least online but like guys these look really good you know the bucket i'm a big fan of bucket hats um i think this is fantastic uh the all the all the gear looks great somebody that is 36 would say that i'm 38 thank you 38 or even better i'm a big fan i'm a big fan I, i like bucket hats Okay, I really so, am. So I had to look it up. I had to look it up because it was bothering me. Uh, so I I looked up Pirate Radio, okay. and the poster that comes up is of Pirate Radio, but the title that is on IMDb is "The Boat That Rocked." 
Okay. It was from 2009, uh, starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, I'm sold. Uh, Nick Frost, who uh, you you might not know the name Nick Frost, but I guarantee you, you know who Nick Frost is. And it is a band of rogue DJs that captivated Britain, playing the music that defined a generation and standing up to a government that wanted classical music and nothing else on the airwaves. So I was right. I was right. Philip Seymour Hoffman, fantastic. Love Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. Dude, yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, fantastic actor. Love his stuff. Um, yeah, by the way, you have your own profile on HBO Max, so you can stop pissing off Jacob. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, what was it? Yeah, oh. Change the password? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I thought maybe you'd just say, hey, Rachel. Rachel. Whoa. Rachel. Rachel, Rachel. It's way past your bedtime, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, appreciate you being here. Thank you for popping in. By the way, um, anyone who's listening, my password at HBO Max is um, I, I heart love, JPG. I love JPG or JP Guzman. There you go. Now you just have to figure out Earl's email address. So the J and the P are capitalized, and Guzman is not. <laughs> we are doing well, Rachel. How are you doing this evening? Glad that you popped in here. Um, the other piece of news in Mexico United did launch a multi game ticketing plan with flexible seating. Um, so 2023 multi-game packages on sale now to all fans. Two options include a nine-match option starting at $150 and a five-match option starting at $86. Fans have the option to choose the matches they would like to attend in the packages, which is new for the, and new in the 2023 season. Fans will have the option to move their seats around or to lock in a specific seat. So... <laughs> The the lover spelled that way and at AOL is 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 peak, peak oh. early two thousands. I mean just freaking peak. They nailed it. David was I, probably the two best comments uh ever uh on this on the live streams tonight. Uh oh man. Right. If you want to get in touch with Earl, you can email him at jpglover at aol.com. Lover L U V R. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I hate it here. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, make it make sense. Previously, fans could choose one seat to stay in throughout the season, but this new package allows fans to find the seats they like best, exploring various areas around the stadium. Both the five match and nine match plans will be on Wednesday night and with the remaining matches on the weekend. So, okay, just move. Um, and of course, the seat, the new ticketing partner for United is SeatGeek. So, um, guys, this is exciting. This is something different that I don't think many clubs have have done. Uh, I don't know of any club that does this. It allows you to move your seat from match to match. Um, so, I mean, what's your? I mean, obviously, you know, Jacob, you are still a season ticket holder. Yes. Oh no. No. Okay. No, um, since you're one. I mean, is this something that, you know, interests even like the casual fan being able to sit in different spots or, you know, hit say, Hey, I, I can only commit to five games, you know? Yeah. I, mean, how- I think when you have 17 home matches, uh, and, and charging, you know, I, I don't remember what the lowest is. I'm pretty sure it's around 300 bucks, uh, for a season ticket. Uh, that doesn't work for everybody. So, uh, to offer something like this, where it's you know you said the the cheapest the cheapest multi game plan that you can do is eighty six bucks eighty five bucks whatever it is I mean 
I, I feel like that kind of includes everybody. Like everybody, everybody that wants to go to multiple games has an, an avenue now to do that. Uh, the the adding, the changing the seat thing is is kind of weird to me. I think one of the things that I've always found endearing about being a season ticket holder is you know you have your seats and and a lot of times you have like with a, a full season ticket holder. Like my buddy Will, who was a season ticket last season season ticket holder last year, um, you know everybody around him kind of had season tickets too. So there was like a little community of people that had the that were in the same area, and that and that's pretty cool to me. But um, but I I think it adds a lot of variety that you can have with with what you do. You get to pick your games. It's I mean it's nice. I like it. Earl, is this something that you will be taking advantage of for you and your family? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously, you know, your your girlfriend and her daughter went and experienced their first ever uh, in person soccer game a few weeks ago. Um, you know, so is it a matter of like, is there a reason why? Is it is the pack like? Did these like not are these packages not attractive to you, or is it more like you would you would end up doing just more like a single ticket? That's exactly it. I would just do, um, obviously with her living in the middle of, so don't say where, middle of nowhere. Okay, Um, I can't give my uh, exact location due to security risks. Um, Qatar might find you. Qatar and Saudi Arabia and Iran might find me. Um, (laughs) So yeah, so me living in the middle of Alavedgaville. You just gave it away. <laughs> Anyways, no. So it's too long of a trip to actually invest in three tickets for eight games, mm-hmm. um, especially being out here. So, Rachel, Rachel, funny. Rachel, this is the kind of stuff that you get when you when you pop into the show. We get, you know, we make fun of Earl a little bit. Yeah, did you get hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you two yeah. fill out the media credential form? I don't know. Let me check my email. I was supposed to. Okay, so the boss man, where it says boss man. <laughs> yeah, that's um crazy. that's him. He's supposed to do that. I'm just the head of shithousery. I'm on it. He's doing it now. All right, there you go. Um so no, so whenever we decide to go to a game together, which or a match together, which obviously I'll still be doing my my obligation and showing up, um, and then just going out there the next day. Uh, but whenever we decide to actually go to a game together, we'll just buy tickets together and hang out. All right, fair enough. But um, David, if you could put me in touch with the media guy for Colorado Springs. I might be taking a road trip in April. Earl on location. Wow. Oh yeah, I that's like a spoiler, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I went down to El Paso last year, and aside from <sighs> the press box is horrendous. If you've ever been down there, it's uh yeah. Anyway, um yeah, guys, I mean the season is here. Like I'm excited. Like club is doing so many exciting things it looks like we might be getting a stadium announcement at some point so with the season right around the corner i have one thing to say okay 
<laughs> yeah, David is absolutely correct. The press box in El Paso is absolutely cramped, and uh, their 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 credentialing system is weird. Uh, press boxes are overrated. Yeah, uh, I well, so I say that I say that now, but I know when we get the new stadium, I'm gonna be like, "All oh, this press box is amazing" because I know how mm-hmm. they'll do it. But that being said, even in the new stadium, uh, I will be on the pitch uh, more than likely. So. Yeah, no. I mean, th- their press box is literally like a ten by twelve room with like elevated seats for one portion. Of it. But there's, it's literally big enough for maybe like eight people total. Like, it's like the 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 press box at UNM. Yeah, yeah. It's like so UNM's is long. Yeah, but you can fit people across it. But no, this it's like it's narrow. And then there's so like I said, there's a raised platform that's got room for like two people, and then like you have to like walk down and around it, and there's barely enough room to pull out a chair to sit down at the front row of it. And it's an awful, awful sight line to the, to the pitch because you're looking. Why you know like, why me and me and Jacob do not like press boxes? It's just yeah, you're sitting basically you're sitting over basically like the 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 south goal there. It's terrible. Like you can't see it. It's just awful. And then, and unlike New Mexico United, who gives us fantastic food week in and week out down at the stadium, El Paso provided nothing. Not even water. It would be nice if New Mexico United provided food on the off season. <laughs> the club is not going to DoorDash for you, Earl. I mean, <laughs> and then like so the, the and then the credentialing system in El Paso. Like so, I went, I got credentials, but. You, they had two different sets of credentials. One was just press and one was for field. And they don't tell you this. So like, I couldn't get down, you know, I couldn't get on the field. I couldn't do nothing. Like I, it was like, yeah, I was we, not. We, according to the people on the field at UNM or at, at Isotopes Park, uh, we have two different press passes and one gets you just in the box and one gets you on the field. Um, and, and it almost stopped me from getting on the field a couple times, but, uh, <laughs> There's also um, one where you get your bag checked and one that you don't. There's also one that you don't get a press pass checked uh, to be on the field. So, <laughs> I I mean, just, yeah. There's also one that you have a press pass and you don't even get in the stadium. Yeah, be, sometimes you can just walk right in. To be fair, David Carl and the communications team does a fantastic job. Um, oh yeah, David's the greatest. It's not. We won't. We won't talk about where the lapses in that are because we don't want to I get ourselves or the <laughs> Earl. Oh. <laughs> um, but compared to to other situations, New Mexico and I does a fantastic job. And uh, David, I know David can absolutely get you in touch with Colorado Springs because uh, he does. Re- David does reach out to us to say, "Hey, are you going to?" Matches X, Y, and Z. You know, it's just unfortunate that our buddy Caldwell will not be there. I know, <laughs> I know. He still owes me a fucking jersey. Yeah, there you go. Retweet him. There you go. Uh, Milo, Rachel, you Rachel, let's talk about this. You, uh, you need to call me. You, you're about to be heartbroken, Rachel. Yeah. You are about. He's not dead. He's not dead. You're not going to be that heartbroken. Just, uh, yeah. Just... Rachel, I'll just tell you right out. I lost a custody battle. I'm trying not to laugh because it is sad, but it's, the way he phrased it is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, that being said, <laughs> he was, he was there's, there's no segue off. <laughs> there's no way to segue off of that. Um, that being said, the preseason starts Thursday. 
Tucson, <laughs> Arizona. Uh, we will be back less, at First Financial Field on less than two weeks. We will less be than two weeks. Yeah. at at First uh, Financial at, Training uh, Center. Yeah, February nineteenth. First preseason home preseason match for New Mexico United. Uh, keep an eye on FEP. FEP of course, yes. Uh, keep an eye on social media feeds from the club for updates for their Tucson matches. Uh, as we get highlights, we will certainly share those with you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jacob, you ready to get us out of here? Sure. After an hour of, of wrestling talk and 20 minutes of United talk, uh, I think we also talked about the bum, so don't even bitch. I don't want to hear it. It was 10 seconds, and it would have been shorter if some douchebag wasn't interrupting with his perfect beard. <laughs> Look, this is what divorced life does to you. Earl, I will give you $5 if you can point to Nebraska on the map behind you there. Oh, five bucks. Wait, does it say it on there? I feel like he. I feel like you read it. <laughs> no, I just know where it's at. I don't believe you. Where else? Which one? I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Hey, Earl. When the Cowboys are flying to the Super Bowl, where do they need to fly from? <laughs> and, and where are they flying to? Here. <laughs> they're going to Hawaii. David, I do have a question for you. Um. Are you going to be okay after the Phillies, the Union, and the Eagles all lose in a championship game? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jacob, you are the one putting in the media credential requests. <laughs> yeah, you... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it, it, I put myself in that shoes, and like, if three of my four teams made it, but none of them won it, I don't know how I would feel. Rachel, I just texted you, by the way. Well, I mean, to be fair, that means that they are better than you know, 98% of the other teams right. in the league. So, like, so. You could be excited, kind of like the Bills in the 90s going to four straight <laughs> Super Bowls. That's <laughs> awesome. But at the end of the day, you don't have a trophy. So Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. So I, I'm just – I actually don't care. I mean, I kind of care. My wife's from Kansas City, so I will be rooting for well, – so I have a question for you. Yeah. Does it bother you that Matt right that Matt Ryan <laughs> Sorry, who? That guy is considering retiring on 328? No. I think it's hilarious. I think so too. Guys, did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? It runs in your genes? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew if anybody would get it, it would be Earl. No, I've moved well, past I've just passed the dad jokes. Now that I'm like a stepdad and whatnot, you need to watch. The need to watch the beginning of season four, or the beginning of episode four of Jacob is an ass. I am. Uh, oh. you, need to watch, you need to watch the beginning of episode four of Last of Us, and uh, there's why a, would I endure that shit? There's a run of dad jokes at the very beginning that you will enjoy. And then there's a, the the diarrhea one is from the end of the episode. So, um, yeah, just anyways, uh, I think I was supposed to be getting us out of here about five minutes ago. Uh, any parting thoughts, guys, about anything? Dude, I'm excited. I, I just can't wait. It's finally here. 
and Earl is dead. Um, <laughs> really, wait, nothing. Wait, I have something. You're it's looking up not... a dad joke. You're fucking looking up a dad joke, and I'm gonna hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, this is just a thought for the day. Um, I thought I was getting muted or kicked out. One of the two. No, go ahead. I'm gonna let you have it. So a pizza's shape is round. Yes. The but it's delivered are... in a square box. Yeah, and, and they're triangles. And, and triangles. What's the joke? Is that is that it? Um, also, <laughs> if two people are standing on the opposite ends of the world, so like North Pole and South Pole, uh-huh. okay, when they drop a piece of bread on the ground, technically, Earth is a sandwich. But is a hot dog a sandwich? This is also the same question as, is cereal a soup? Cereal is not a fucking soup. Get the fuck out of here. And hot dog is not a fucking sandwich. It was a hot dog a sandwich. Hot dog is not a sandwich. Hot so dog what happens... Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> so, when you have this, the hot dog... This is the content you came for, Rachel. <laughs> when you have the hot dog, and it's like this, okay? Uh-huh. This is the hot dog. And the weenies inside it sitting uh-huh. like this, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, I think we all know how hot dogs work. Thank you. So when the hot dog bun tears, because it's bound to fucking happen. Cause that's a hot dog is a hero. I don't know why. What what kind of shitty ass buns are you getting that tear all the time? So whenever are you just putting like a giant so when, fucking hot? When in. Iron Man said, "I am inevitable," he was talking about a fucking hot dog bun tearing. <laughs> <laughs> because when the hot dog bun tears and it becomes like this, and you have to eat your fucking hot dog like this. That's no, you don't. That's a sandwich, motherfucker. Oh, Ladies God. and gentlemen, we are professionals. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it is, Robert. Yes, it is. I mean, some could argue it was off the rails when we spent 30 minutes talking about WWE. Uh, as far as, like, not being related to what we were going to talk about, what me and Seth talked about talking about literally 45 minutes earlier. Um, but hey, it, it, every episode goes off the rails, Robert. It is only my, right. That my plan was happen. based on the expectation that Earl might not show up. So, that so, is um, <clears throat> so some guy walked in my office the other day. Yeah, man, Earl. <laughs> um, and he tried to sell me a coffin. Really? Yeah. Okay. I told him that's the last thing I needed. <laughs> Oh, that was... oh god! I don't. I, I so badly want to go back to this hot dog being a fucking sandwich thing, but it's a euro. Okay. I'm gonna leave it alone. No, go back to it. I want. I no, want. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm all about the discussion. I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna <clears throat> button myself up. Be a professional. Uh, to everybody in the chat. Uh, especially David dropping the eyeball and stadium emoji, uh, because that has, has me fired up. Uh, and to Rachel and Harry, uh, for popping in, uh, Rachel, we love you. Um, it's, it's been way too long. Can't wait to get back. Um, uh, Robert, fuck you. Um, and, uh, <laughs> hang on one more thought. Damn it. One more thought. One more thought. I was being um, so professional. What? Just, I said I was being so professional, and you ruined it. 
We do need a dad joke showdown, and we have to be serious. No one can crack. Yeah, us. and th- that could be a special. We could do that as a special. Yeah, we can't crack though. That's that's right. like right. adventures. Adventures opening episode. Um, <laughs> damn it! Damn it! Well, Earl's gonna lose this. Yeah. He can't eat. Um. So I used to be addicted to soap. But now I'm clean. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Earl. What's brown and sticky? I don't want to know. A stick. Come on. <laughs> um, What is blue? I'm not done. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't do this. We've been going for an hour and a half. I can't do this. What is blue? And smells like red paint. Uh, red paint. Yeah. Or blue paint. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> we both messed that up. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody in the chat. We will be back. Oh no. I said make. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's Rachel's got the best ones so far. Um, uh, two weeks. One week. What are we doing? Two weeks still. Two weeks. Um. So Three. before before That'll we be after go, the home game. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, my dog. Mm-mm. Such a subject. So my dog ate all the all the letters to Scrabble. I have a feeling it's gonna spell disaster. What is that noise, Seth? There are children playing outside at ten thirty in the basement. Well, yeah, yeah, because you live in the ghetto. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> It's Anyways, thirty something no, degrees. No, you're done. I'm shooting Look, you down. I'm no, you down. this is real. This is real. This is real. If it's not real, I'm gonna punch you next time I see you. Right in that perfect little beard of yours. Which is when? Uh, hopefully at the pre- uh, preseason game. Which is when again? God damn it, Earl. It's on the nineteenth. Um, so I used to not trust my chiropractor. Oh yep, I'm gonna punch you in the face. But I stand corrected. <laughs> Rachel, if you're ever free on a Tuesday night, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Absolutely. So. Just to take Earl's place, mainly, because you have better dad jokes. <laughs> Did you hear the guy that invented... Nope. <laughs> Did you hear the guy that invented Velcro died? No, I need to remove you. No, listen. Did you? Hear I don't want to remove you, but I will remove you. Above Earl's bunker. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on, Zen? I have no idea. Like they're so loud. Yeah, that's I, incredible. I, yeah, I so am glad I don't live in an apartment. Sorry, I ju- I can't believe it's ten four. It's ten forty at night, and they're outside playing. I don't get it. So, <sighs> some people's parents. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what anyway. lawyers do when they say goodbye. Oh, God damn it. Well, to be to be fair, the girl upstairs she lets her little he lets she lets her daughters run around until like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Sometimes it's probably the same little girl. No, this is a different kid. <laughs> so, uh, like Just, I said, you know that little girls laugh because <laughs> he's a creeper. I wonder. I wonder what lawyers say when they when they say goodbye. What? We'll be suing you. Ah, everybody in the chat. Jacob, get us out of here, please. Two weeks from today, we will be back. It will be after the preseason match against El Paso here, which I believe 
me and Seth are at least going to try to go to Earl. I don't know. Earl's in his own little world. Um, so we will have some good content for you then. We will be talking, obviously, about the preseason matches. We'll be looking ahead to the regular season a little bit. We'll probably have some nonsense. Um, and yeah, uh, tune in again, nine o'clock, two weeks from now. Other than that, love you. Thank you all for being in the chat, except for Robert. Fuck you. And until next, <laughs> until until two weeks from now, it's almost the So before Jacob, hold on, Seth. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're tall, short, thin, fat, rich. You've been listening to Somos Mas, your source for the latest news and notes on New Mexico United, the USL, and the New Mexico Runners. All of our shows are recorded live on Tuesday nights and are streamed on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. An audio-only version of the show goes live later in the week on all major podcast platforms. Our show is written and produced by Seth Bidoff, Jacob Terrell, and Earl Nieto, and is edited by Seth. All episodes are recorded and edited using StreamYard and Audacity.